Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, October 10th, National Mental Health Day 2022, and this is Enter the Batcave, where we are continuing Blade Month with issue number seven of Tomb of Dracula. Yep, this is where Marv Wolfman officially takes over the comic and pretty soon he will create the Daywalker. And of course that is to come in a few days. But before we get in to the next story here, a little background here on Marv Wolfman. Uh, Marv Wolfman, born in 1946 in Brooklyn, New York. Yep, he was born uh, May 13th. Wow. And he is actually, as of right now, he is 76 years old. Um, and he is also Jewish. Uh, went, let's see, went to New York's High School of Art and Design in Manhattan hoping to become a cartoonist. Let's see, and then got his work in the comics in the 60s. Started off at DC in 1968, published um, Stephen King's uh, with In a Half a Word of Terra. And that was for the horror fanzine Stories of Suspense, number two in um, 1965. Well, that was in 1965, but then he officially worked for DC in 1968. Um, and then his first published book for DC was Black, Heart, was Black Hawk, issue number 242. <clears throat> and then he and Len Wayne, his uh, longtime collaborator and friend, would create Johnny Double in DC Showcase number 78, which came out in November of 68. And the two also co-wrote Eye of the Beholder for Teen Titans issue number 18. <clears throat> and, and then uh, Wolfman and Neil, they worked on the Teen Titans. Uh, one of the Stories was uh, Titans Fit the Battle of Jericho. Um, and then in the 70s, um, he and Bernie Wrightson co-created Destiny in Weird Mystery Tales, issue number one. And then, of course, in 1972, Two went over to Marvel as a protege for Roy Thomas and worked on Tomb of Dracula. Yeah, with uh, Gene Colon, and that's where he created the character Blade. <clears throat> and of course, it contributed to stories such as Werewolf by Night. And he also co-created Bullseye in Daredevil issue number 
one in March of 1976. And he also worked on John Carter, Warlord of Mars, uh, the Spider Woman series as well, and also worked on The Amazing Spider-Man as well for issue number 182. Uh, most notably, uh, that was the one where Peter Parker had proposed to marry Jane Watson and refused. <clears throat> And then, of course, uh, he worked with artist Alan Cooperberg for the syndicated newspaper comic strip of Howard the Duck, and then worked on the Fantastic Four, which he actually slated was his favorite comic, and then worked uh, for Galacticus. Yeah, he worked on Galacticus as well. And then in the 80s, 1980, he returned to DC, uh, having after having a fallout with Marvel, and then, of course, uh, relaunched the Teen Titans with uh, the new Teen Titans, and from then on, he, um, you know, he worked on Superman, and he also worked on uh, Batman as well, uh, also worked on Crisis on Infant Earths, and would later go on to to work for independent comics as well as um, uh, Disney comics, and he has written for um, for television as well. Uh, he wrote for GI Joe, A Real American Hero, uh, Gem and the Holograms, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, uh, season three head writer of Transformers. Uh, the Superman cartoon in 1988, as well as uh, RoboCop. Also wrote for G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero in 1991. He wrote a few episodes for <clears throat> Batman the Animated Series in 1992, which I covered, which was uh, Feet of Clay Part 1 and 2, which you can go uh, check out. And also worked on G.I. Joe Extreme. Uh, Street Fighter, yeah, I remember that series, uh, also did Teen Titans in 2003 and 2005, the original Teen Titans, I should say. So, uh, yeah, he has, uh, had a long levy of work here, and that is Marv Wolfman. And so, we're gonna get right in to the story here. Issue number seven of Tomb of Dracula, Night of Deathstalkers. Tomb of Dracula, Night of the Deathstalkers. Vampirism and its lore. The vampire can direct the elements. The rain, the thunder, the snow. The vampire can become like the mist itself. The vampire can command all the meaner animals. The rat, the wolf, the chronicles of 
Abraham Van Helsing, London, 1888. It begins slowly at first, and then with a blinding fury that conceals even the shadows of hell itself. The snow is thick, dark, impenetrable, and beneath its silver frost blankets stalks evil, hidden evil, shrouded like a grim specter in a cloak of ghostly white. Dracula crouches hungrily, and a many people London waits, buried in the bitter hoarfrost below. Too long has Dracula gone hungry. He lusts for the taste of fresh, warm blood. Life giving blood. For long moments, he stares at the snow-covered city. Then he turns his body, shifts, and changes. It reforms altars where once powerful arms grasped, now beat leathery wings, where once strong limb legs stood, now fly taloned claws, where once the blood of atrocity flowed, now oozes the sick green liquid of one long undead unliving, and London sleeps all the time unknowing. I'll see you tomorrow, then, Edith. Sure you, you don't want to ride home. Ruddy Storm is acting right up now. Thanks, Mrs. Thanks, Mr. Culkins, but I'll manage. Very well. Take care, then. Almost muffled in the distance, Big Ben chims the seventh hour closer. Still there are others' sounds, also muted by the cold blanket of snow. Is it any wonder, then, the almost silent beat of wings goes unheard, unheeded? There are no eyes raised to the starless skies this night. Is it any wonder, then, that dark shapes can prowl the streets unseen until it is too late? What? A bat coming at me! Dear Lord, no! Not here! Not now! It comes closer. Closer, its sharp fang teeth spread, anticipating. It swoops toward the frightened girl. She turns, runs, but it still comes. Then, before her, she hears a high-pitched squeal. She knows the sound, but still she turns to stare. Rats, hungry rats, searching for a dinner of human flesh. Oh, Lord, get them away, please, get them away from me. Of course, my dear, I'll save you. Just come to me. Dracula! You know me, woman. How? No, the crucifix, the accursed crucifix. I can't come closer. Blast you, woman. I must find another victim. You can keep your peasant blood and let the rats feast on it. Hungrily, 
The rodents close in. They will feast well tonight. The soft flesh will provide them many meals for the cold winter ahead. They move in, greedy for their reward. Before they begin their feast, however, there comes a rapping noise, sharp, painful to their tiny ears. They scatter in a moment, are lost in the whirling wind, swept snows. They run St. Scary to their disease-infested holes. With luck, they'll find no other victim this night. It's Edith Saint. See if she lives. She breathes, thank God, and tomorrow she'll be well again. Now we go home, Saint. I want my daughter safely in her bed. And once she sleeps, we'll dispatch a wire to Rachel Van Helsing for Dracula is again in London. Through the night, Dracula flies past London's snow-topped spires towards a hidden hilltop sanctum nestled deep in the Surrey Forest. And as an anonymous wisp of ebon smoke, he glides swiftly through the chimney grating and waits Clifton Graves, Dracula's mindless slave. Fool! You spend the night sleeping instead of preparing for my return. I have much to do this night. Already my plan is in motion. Master, I didn't know you had returned. Rachel Van Helsing and Frank Drake will soon be back in London, and I will be waiting for them. Can I help, Master? I only wish to serve you. You! You are no better than a whimpering child. Get away from me, fool, before I sicken of your cowardly presence. Elsewhere, on the moors far from London's centre, in the ancestral home of Lord and Lady Deering, another scene takes place. I thank you, Miss Van Helsing, both Lady Deering and I were afraid our son was the killer of those women. If word had gone out, it would have been ruinous to our reputations. Perhaps if you'd been more a father than a jailer to your son, he wouldn't have run away, Lord Daring. Ahem. That young woman remains as family business, and hardly any of yours. By the way, this telegram arrived while you were out. It's from Quincy Harker. He asks that we return to London immediately. Dracula has been spotted there. Taj, prepare our bags for traveling. With daylight, the three vampire hunters find themselves on the London Express. Quincy Harker. Name rings a bell, but I can't place it. Quincy's parents were Jonathan and Mina Harker. They fought alongside my grandfather against Dracula. You'll like him, Frank. He believes in gadgets, electronics, a scientific approach to vampire stalking. There he is now, over there. Still up to your old tricks, eh, Quincy? I see you've converted your wheelchair to self-drive. And why not? 
my dear. No need waiting for others to push me about. Ah, you must be Frank Drake. Rachel's told me all about you. You are right, my dear. Mr. Drake will be a nice addition to our group. I hope you won't mind, Mr. Drake, but I've cancelled your hotel reservations. You'll be a guest at my estate. Now come, children. There is much to talk about. I don't want to sound trouble, sighed Mr. Harker, but mind telling me what this is all about? Ah, oh, the voice of inquisitiveness. Very good, Mr. Drake. As Rachel has no doubt mentioned, I have dedicated my life to hunting vampires. Not an easy go, I'll tell you. Last night, Edith, my daughter, was attacked by Dracula. Fortunately, he was stopped in time. Dracula is up to some scheme, Mr. Drake. If he wasn't, he would have never returned to London. He would have gone straight to Transylvania. Enough talking now. You young people must be tired after the long trip, and my home is ahead. Harker Estate, Mr. Drake. My father built it. I have lived here all my life. It symbolizes my struggle with our friend, the Count. It stands sturdy and will never crumble. Not till Dracula himself has gone to his final reward. Edith will show you to your rooms. Rest up, and after dinner I will have a few surprises for you. Which means, Frank, he's developed more of those gadgets I can hardly wait to see. The evening hours rush quickly by, and then all meet in the subterranean weapons room far below Harker Estate. Nice place, like an old hammer movie set. It serves a purpose, Mr. Drake. Now watch, all of you. Taj, open the box. In this tube is the weapon that will trap Dracula, a weapon from which there is no escape. A bat? Needn't worry, it's not vampiric. Vampiric, I use it to just demonstrate. Assume you've cornered our tricky count. You, Rachel, have fired your crossbow. He turns into a bat and escapes. Until now, that is, I take this tube and fire, releasing a net. The net surrounds the bat, preventing his escape. You forget, Quincy, Dracula can turn in to the mist if he wished. No, my dear. I haven't forgotten. Observe those balls. Not only do they act as weights to firmly secure the bat, but they are filled with garlic. Garlic, as you know, prevents him from changing form. Thus, we have trapped our prey. What do you think now, my dear? Ingenious, assuming the bat will stand still long enough for you to use the net. I still prefer the crossbow, Quincy. Its range is greater and it's faster to fire. And with our count, speed is always essential. And you, Mr. Drake, what do you think? I'm impressed, but then I get turned on by electrical pencil sharpeners. Frank, tell me, is all this stuff necessary? I thought all you needed was a wooden stake. No, Rachel, Mr. Drake deserves to be skeptic. 
Perhaps if he hears how the struggle first began. It started more than 80 years ago when my father, Jonathan Harker, unknowingly set Count Dracula loose upon London. The Count's first victim was Lucy Wenstra, my mother's best friend. Lucy became a vampire, and it took the efforts of Abraham Van Helsing and several others to give Lucy an eternal rest. This group dedicated themselves to hunting Dracula. They searched for him, and finally thought they succeeded in destroying him. But he wasn't destroyed. He was waiting for the day he would rise again. I was born a few years later, and named for one of the group who died in their holy battle. I studied the vampire under Dr. Van Helsing, and his cause eventually became my own. From then on, my tactics changed. I found those people, like yourself, Mr. Drake, who shared my hatred for the undead. For years, I hunted vampires, and slowly I destroyed them, one by one, until in a battle with a vampire covering, I lost the use of my legs. I found them and sponsored them as they searched the world in our cause. Sixty years I've been fighting, Mr. Drake. And yes, yes, my gadgets are important. Very important. Today, the vampire is more intelligent than before, and we must ever be more crafty. Are you in with us, Mr. Drake? Yes or no? Uh, I'm in, sir, till the battle is over. Till the battle is over. Master. Master, the sun has set. You can awaken now. Let me... Help you, Master, to destroy Van Helsing, please. Your endless prattle offends me, Graves. Now silence while Dracula rises. Mark today well, my mindless fool. Today is the day Dracula destroys all his living enemies. Today I begin my quest of this foolish globe, and before I am done, only the undead shall walk the earth with Dracula as their lord and master. Now, be gone! I need to think. Yes, master. I serve only you, master. Soon across London, a strikingly different scene is unfolding. I... Uh, you ain't with nothing, you ain't. You haven't made one pass yet. Come on, Teddy, let us all play, please. All right, all right, don't go crying home to your mums. If you kick this back, you can play. That's no fair. You kicked it too hard, just so I'd miss. No need to worry, lad. Here is your ball. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, uh, stare into my eyes, lad. Stare. Eh? What's keeping you? We're playing a game. You know, you can't come closer, boys. Closer. Just stop playing uh, deep into my eyes. All of you, stare into the eyes of Dracula. Perfect. Simply perfect. They are all mine. My will is their will. Now come, children. We have work to do. Ha 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 ha! And 
foes to destroy. Come, follow me, my army of young assassins. Soon, high atop a craggy hill outside London. Did it go well, master? Did it? Of course, Dot. Did you expect otherwise? The children are in my power. They will do as I command. Anything, including murder. Too long have I taken the defensive. Such is not the way of Dracula. We are soldiers, warriors, not passive women. No longer do I sit back, my mindless fool. Tonight, Dracula strikes. Guard the children well, Graves. They are my army, my soldiers ready for battle. Guard them while I set the bait, the trap. The trap which will, with one masterful stroke, destroy all my enemies together. For he's a folly, jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. A toast to our foolish friend on his impending doom, his marriage. Ah, Buckle, yes, yes, uh, to Buck. May he rest in peace. Ah, enough, fellas. I got to be going. <laughs> Tomorrow's the day, you know. The D day is more likely. Ha 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 Oh, what's that squeaking sound? Eh, rats. What they be doing out on a rude cold night like this? Go on, fellas. You'll catch a death. Lord, they're coming closer. Stay away from me. Oh, my lord, they're after me. He turns to flee. But still, they chase. Hungrily. And then, they turn. As another form swoops from the ivory skies. Buckley Grainer runs. He runs through... Though he knows there is no place to run, he runs because if he doesn't, Buckley Grainer will die. And Buckley Grainer does not want to die this night. Not the night before his wedding to the lovely Anne Milligan. Lord, Buckley doesn't want to die tonight. Which makes it some sort of crime. Because he must. No use running, mortal. What Dracula wants, he always gets. Oh no, in heaven, name, no! And in the name of hell, yes! Ah! A scream from outside. Hurry, someone may be hurt. Dracula, he's attacked somebody. So, my poor descendant, how unfortunate you must be here. Now you must die as well. Only if you get the chance, big man. And I'm not about to let you. Ooh. Let? You are a bigger fool than I thought, Frank Drake. You let nothing. Jackla does as he pleases. And it pleases him to do this. The dog. Harker's dog. No matter. These humans don't realize the extent of Dracula's strength. Your strength doesn't matter, Count, not with a wooden stake through your heart. Van Helsing, you are a fool to think your primitive shaft can 
stop one such as I. One who can become like the fucky mist itself. See? Your shaft passes harmlessly through me. Now it is my turn to attack, and I am not nearly so harmless. Ugh! Ugh. Tosh, thank God! What? He thinks he can manhandle me? As if I were a child, a cloddish pleasant? Unhand me, you silent oaf, before I destroy you. Hold him, Tosh. Just a moment longer. Long enough for me to plunge this stake into his loathsome body. Bah! I tire of your games. Dracula plays them no longer. Don't let him go, Taj. For all that is holy, don't let him go. He's gone. Turned into that untouchable mist of his. So close. So damnably close. The game isn't over yet. As long as he's here, we can stop him. And we've got to. We've got to. Oh no. He's taking off. We can't stop him now. Yes, we can, Mr. Drake. Hurry, to the car. He must fly low because of the storm. Low enough for us to follow, if we're fast enough. Now hurry, man, hurry. Edith, you stay here and man the radio. We'll be eating someone free by standing by. Be careful, all of you. You are right, Quincy. There he is, and moving slow. If he sticks to the main roads, we've got him. He, f he flies slowly, perhaps too slowly. He may be leading us on, setting a trap for us somehow. Dracula is more cunning than an ordinary adversary, and we must first make sure of our safety. Edith, be sure to stay near and keep this wire open at all times. We are closing in, and there, and there may be danger. If so, you know whom you must contact. A mysterious ally, eh, Quincy? Another of your agents? You might say that, Mr. Drake. A very special agent. But enough. Look, the bat is landing atop the old fortress. Home. And none too soon. Hawker and the rest will be here momentarily. And the charade is still to finish. The rest of you stay behind. Tosh and I can investigate. Come on, buddy. We've got a little spying to do. Oopsie-daisy. And be careful. Wouldn't want to fall and alert him. Hmm. You sure eat your Wheaties, don't you, Tosh? My old partner, Cliff Graves, is there, waiting. Ah, uh, Drake's entering the chamber room now. Blast. I wish I could hear them talking. All it went well. Those fools are outside the castle walls now. Shall I kill them for you, master? No, fool. Just alert the children. We are almost ready to begin. And now to my coffin. I do trust you prepared it as ordered. Of course, master. I got the body just like you asked. Good. Now we are ready. Drac just entered his coffin for a good day's sleep. Now's the best time to strike. Okay, friend. Lower away. I'm starting to get air sick. Soon within the fortress. Sleep well, master. I'll guard your 
body faithfully. This is the room Dracula's sleeping, like a baby, in that coffin. Then we shall make sure he remains there forever. Taj, help me up. I must be the one to end Dracula's reign of terror. Dear God, it's been so long. A hunt. Please guide my arm strong and sure. There! And now, the knife. Quickly! His head must be severed. Ha 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 ha! What? Laughter? Insane laughter? No. It can't be him. It can't be! But it is, my foolish old man. I led you here, force you to play my game. That was not I in the coffin you slew. You attacked one already dead, disguised to look like me. Ha 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 ha! Don't laugh, fiend. You shall still die this night. Ha 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 ha! Easier said than done, Van Helsing. I can shift forms faster than your toy bow can fire. Your weapon is meaningless to me. Meaningless! Your crucifix keeps me away. It disgusts me and repels me, but it won't keep my army from you. It won't prevent their killing you. Perhaps this, this crossbow, but not this. Look here. From the shadows they emerge, their minds drugged, hypnotized by Dracula's deathly stare. Children, they're only kids. You've gone bananas if you think they can stop us. No, Mr. Drake, his plan is the very essence of genius. I see you understand me well, Quincy, old friend. But permit me to explain to our slow Mr. Drake. These children are compelled to destroy you. They will not stop until they are successful. On the other hand, you cannot stop them because to stop them, you must kill them. And you, Mr. Drake, you can never bring yourself to murder a child. Ha 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 ha! Unseen, a finger moves slowly across a metal chair, a metal case wheel chair, pressing a certain stud. Never a child, Dracula, but we still try to stop you. Perhaps these lethal poison wooden darts jet fired from my chair. Perhaps they will end your laughter. Dracula moves quickly, and four wooden tip darts slam worthlessly into the large wooden door, though not a fifth. Ugh! My arm! One of your cursed poison darts hit my shoulder. Still, I'll live. I'll live, which is more than I can say for you. For now you must face my legions of doom. Next, the Death Masters. And that's it. That'll do it for today's show. And also, some other things I forgot to mention about uh, Mark Wolfman. Um, for the Teen Titans, he created Cyborg, Raven, and Starfire. 
He also created uh, Tim Drake, who was the third Robin in the Batman series. He also created Rose Wilson, Nova, Black Cat, who was a mentor to both Batman and Catwoman. And he also created Vigilante, Adrian Chase, from Peacemaker. And he also created the Omega Man. So yeah, some good facts there. And that'll do it. And tomorrow, we get into the next story. So, until then, peace out, y'all.